Hello, and broadcasting from the beautiful central coast of California, it's the Dr. Death Danger Radio Show! Ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 indeed. It's belated Christmas, baby. On the Triple D Radio Show. Bring you holiday cheer and stuff. And this one's running hot. I need to chill out. How's it going, listeners? Welcome to another episode of the Triple D Radio Show with your host and boys, Jason Edward! <laughs> What's good? Hey everybody, I'm Edward. How are you all doing? Hope you all have had a good, happy holidays. Good, happy holidays. Whether that's indeed. Christmas, Hanukkah, hope it went well. Hey, none of that political shit here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're quoting from a uh, piece from our main event this evening. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I don't care. Just say, just enjoy the holidays. Yeah. It's the end of the year. Fuck it. We had a year. Yeah, if you didn't do Christmas, hope it was a good Hanukkah. If you didn't do Hanukkah, I hope you caught a sick a, movie. Or caught, did a sick Kwanzaa. Go, go watch Iron Claw. Or go Aquaman 2. Did you see Aquaman 2? No, but I've been seeing people post excerpts of like some of the fights on YouTube, and it looks like the cheesiest shit, but like in a good way. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well then. Also, listeners, there's timestamps in the description if you ever want to jump, jump to any part of the show. Yeah. I don't care. Ed. What's good? Hey, you know, what's been up with you? Spent Christmas, or as my people say, Phyllis Navidad with the family. Phyllis Navidad. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was just me and the folks on uh, Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Day. Uh, my oldest brother, known to the friends as Little Jay, yeah, uh, showed up with his missus, and, and he's their, actually bigger than your dad. Well, taller, yes, taller um, in size, yeah. But uh, was it? Yeah, they showed. He showed up with uh, with his missus and their lovely little girl, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. We watched uh, football almost all day that day and uh, Christmas Eve, and I got just about everything I wanted out of Christmas football. Only thing that sucked was Broncos came up short against the Patriots. Yeah. I'm not. What? I'm not a fan of the Broncos. Hey, I you just said really. It. You, you said I'm not, I'm I'm not, <laughs> not going to play it. The song's a fucking banger. All right, hold up. Yo, if this was Feliz this Navidad. I'm just saying, if this was this week's Feliz Hot or Not, it's in a hot. <laughs> but you fucking know that Mr. Hot or Not, spoiler alert, it's not here. Yeah. And our sub, we're definitely using a song. He ghosted us again, LaMeo. No. Too sick. Maybe it's the end of Hot or Not. Maybe, Maybe. we can have shorter shows. Maybe. I'm just saying. Me and Ed will discuss that. Yeah, I think the only one that would be super bum is your is big fa- is your big fan mom. Because here's the thing, the big like, fan, cause mom, cause, your mom. Because here's the thing, uh, ah! I I had tongue twister. Yeah, because here's the thing, no one. I don't want to say no one keeps up with pop culture as good as Jake, but like he is genuinely like on top of what is actually hot nah. on you know TikTok and stuff. Nah. So like, well, he is compared to nah. me and you. Nah. Okay. Nah. But um, it's, just his, it's, it's just his little bubble. Let's just be honest. His little bubble of like two polished crap. And with it, and with him and Mrs. Hot or not, Mrs. Hot. They're basically just the same shit. Yeah, pretty much. Come on, like, let's be real. I don't see him floating around in other shows, dabbling in other genres of music. Can you actually trust what is actually hot? 
Well, I did until you said all that, so now I don't know. <laughs> it makes you think. I mean, I just know that he's more up to date on what's trendy than I am. Well, it's not fucking Fleece Navidad. I fucking heard that song all over the place. Yes, Fleece Navidad is not trending. I, you know, I can tell you, what are you talking about? Fleece Navidad was totally trending. I mean, it's not now. Oh, yeah, because fucking Christmas is over. Well, yeah, it's an also it's also an ancient song. I'm just song. saying, did you see Mr. Hodder up on that fucking song? No, I did not. Now, me on the other no, hand. No, he wrote his own Christmas song. Yeah. What a fucking narcissist. No matter me, he's not listening to the damn show. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah. Yeah, he pulled the Smashing Pumpkins. There was a, there was a Christmas Day, like, presentation thing Disney yeah, did. Oh, maybe that's what we should do for the hot. We're, I just realized, where the fuck is our hot or not? Well, uh, I'm, I guess we're still waiting, because... Yeah, we're still waiting on our backup. Uh, it's going to be another point, first time. I might as well pull up Mr. Hot or Not's fucking like song. All right, people. I've listened to it a little bit. It was over my phone, and I just think I just jumped into it. We're going to listen to Mr. Hot or Not's Christmas song with the with Mrs. Hot or Not. Spoiler alert. Mr. Hot or Not's not singing. Yeah. I think he's just producing. Yeah. Let's just be real. All right. Try to figure out what fucking trap yeah, that it reminded was. Me, I said it reminded me of Smashing Pumpkins because Disney does this little uh, like Christmas Day parade thingy and they broadcast it. So we DVR'd it, watched it after you left yesterday. So Sorry, uh, on the 25th. So, um, Sick. So they had a bunch of musical guests. They closed out with Michael Bolton, but right before that they had Smashing Pumpkins. And everyone else sang you know, like a traditional Christmas song, but Smashing Pumpkins played their own original Christmas song that they wrote because, of course, they did. Okay, now so here's a, okay, here's a question. Uh, I low-key am under the opinion that doing a Christmas song is kind of fucking cringe. What, like, 80, what, like, what, like writing your own? 80-20%, yes. 80% pretty cringe. 20% if done right, it's good. It, that, but it's not Feliz Navidad. It's not like Last Christmas. That's a good it's not one. even the fucking Mariah. See, there's the, there are great Christmas songs. We gotta think. There's a lot of shitty Christmas songs. I mean, my favorite. Cri- now let's check it. I mean, I could tell you my top five like Christmas songs. Is it this and, one? Like, well, no, but I could tell you like my top five Christmas songs, and neither of them are. Uh... <laughs> what is that sound? I don't know. It just started doing that. Babe, it sounds like there are elves in your engine. Eighty percent, eighty percent cringe. Oh come on, it's sweet. They're in True. love. That Jake decided to flex on us in a group like, chat. Like, close your eyes. This he sounds decided like... to flex us on a group chat called Cock Crew. I don't think he flexed. I think he just shared it there because that's where we're Why all... Why did he share it there? Well, that's where we're all congregated. I'm sure he said it other places. True. But uh, what was I going to say? What? Dude, what are these lyrics? Hold it. Pause. What is going on? A uh, happy holiday. How far away? All to be together. Not really. I didn't see you. I didn't see Mr. Hart on Christmas Day. La 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 la. La 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 la. Hey, my Christmas is pretty chill. Well, Christmas Eve, I was supposed to do a lot more work. I was supposed to. Do, I wanted to do a lot more, but I end up relaxing. Hardcore parkour. From elves into our engines to years that go fast. I am so fucking ADD right now. I am sorry. Uh, I think we got the gist of that song. All right. How would you give that? Hotter or not? 
I mean, it's not in my top five Christmas songs. I think you're a fucking liar. Uh, may, you know what? I'll be nice. Maybe I, I don't know how many Christmas songs exist in the world. Let's say it's in my top 500. Top 500. <laughs> sure. That's a lot of fucking Christmas songs. You know, I could rank my top like five if you want. Well, it's, it's Feliz Navidad and Last Christmas up there. So believe so 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 I'll I'll just say my list. So my favorite Christmas Damn, song is no uh, list. my number one is Little Saint Nick Beach Boys. Number two is uh, War is Over. So uh, uh, War is Over. Happy Christmas by John Lennon. Followed by uh, Jingle Bell Rock. <clears throat> followed by uh, what was my fourth one? I, I just talked about my parents to it yesterday. My fo- I, no, my fourth one is um um what's that fucking one? Um, Silver Bells. Yeah, this one's pretty good. And uh, my fifth one is um, is uh, is uh, Oh Christmas Tree. Yeah, I'm not too much caring for. I like look, I fucking I fuck with Christmas hardcore parkour. Oh, I love Christmas. I don't give a fuck about a lot of the, like Christmas songs, but like this year it's Feliz Navidad and Last Christmas. No, they're good. Those are the only ones I like listen to and care about. Last Christmas Let's is be real. Last Christmas is funny because like I All actually right, no, Last Christmas compared to uh, Mr. Harder and Last Christmas song. It's not even fucking fair, bro. This is wham. <laughs> this is wham. True. They had good shit. <laughs> but uh, what was I gonna what, say? Were you saying Mr. Harder not gotten good no good shit? No, I'm saying that Mr. Harder not can't write a song like Wham. And yeah. there's a lot of people that can't do that. True. I'm also saying that. Uh, that uh, Mr. Hot or Not is not Joe Montana. He's not Joe Montana. <laughs> what, am I supposed to go on my Joe Montana Jerry Rice No, story? no, no. That, that, that was just a little callback to an inside thing. Inside thing? That well, was- not inside, but just what we were... We were talking about on Christmas Day. So, bring it. Well, I was talking about Christmas Day because we were watching. I I first met up with my ex roommates. Just want to say what's up. Obviously, do something on Christmas. Yeah. I didn't just want to just sit there in my bed all day again like I did on Christmas Eve. Oh, I also dropped the demo on like Christmas Day. So, I don't know if you saw that, but. No, I don't. I didn't get what. Where did you. Uh, what you. What demo was it for? Was it for. What uh, fucking band you think? Oh, uh, Typewriter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, good host. Don't got- even pay attention to what I actually do outside the podcast. Oh yeah, like you're any fucking better. I, I know, I know a lot more what you're doing than you know me. Uh okay. Yeah. Did you all? Did you notice I dropped music like a week ago? Fucking not. Did you? Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, Industrial Madhouse Volume Three. Dropped it on uh, the day I uh, finished up my college homework. No way, you did. No, no, I'm serious. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, no. Was this on Facebook? Because I'm not on Facebook anymore. Well, okay, that's actually not fair of me to pull that because I, I didn't advertise it. I just dropped it. No way. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm Bandcamp. Damn. I wanted to drop... Uh, I had those songs sitting around for a while, and I just wanted to get them out. I wanted to get those three specifically out before I uh, head off to college. Well, listeners, we both don't pay attention to our own music. So... Well, because you're also in like seven bands, so I had to like think like, what was he actively working on last time I talked to him? And I had to remember you were talking to me about when we, after we saw Iron Claw, you were talking about little homie wanting to take your tracks and mix them after you already paid for somebody else to mix them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, yeah, typewriter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Don't worry, that narrative eventually backed off because we all just go like, nah. Because once we hit the masters, it translated better with like the person we recorded and then freaking, um, yeah. It, uh, basically, when we did it, the masters, the OG mixes translated better than the like new mixes, which were kind of booty balls. 
Yeah. But thankfully, that person doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> they were punishing. All right. We literally went to someone else to freaking record. And freaking, we literally had it mixed. And then, like, this guy, he's like, hey, can I, like, get, like, the stems? I want to do some practice mixing. Keywords practice. Yeah, go for it. Have fun. Dick her out. Sure. He does his mixes and then starts fucking punishing us. Hey, you should really consider using my mix for the final product. And I'm like, no, we literally went to someone else. And I <laughs> wanted the organic four track. Yeah. I don't need the four track transli- translated to digital on the individual stems. Yeah. They were fine mixes, but I said the mastering translated better to the OG ones that were done on the four track. So yeah, all right. I still haven't got a hot or not. What's going on? I listen. I t- I I messaged him. He he told me he was taking care of it. Uh, I want to go now. Well, let me message him. Well, again, well, listeners, we're gonna take a break, and then we'll come back with hot or not. All right, good host head. What's up with this week's hot or not? Well, um, for the second week in a row, guys, breaking news. Two weeks in a row. Two two episodes at least that is in a row. Mr. Hot or not uh has ghosted the show. Again. Again. It's a little uh well, I don't want to say concerning, but it's a little like hmm, Well, this here's is, a well this, it's kind of his segment, but Yeah, and this brings <laughs> me to thought. Uh-huh. Since coming into the new year. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to figure out how we're going to long distance the show. Yeah. Because you're going to be off in another goddamn state. Flow right up. And the big, like, here's the thing. Out of everything, out of everything, the one that requires your ears and eye ears and my ears on the same time, eye ears and your eye ears. Eye ears and your ears. Yes. Yes. Your ears and my ears is fucking hot or not. Yes. The reality is, when we do a distance... I don't think we're going to be able to do a good hot or not. Nah, probably not. So. The only thing, yeah. If the, if hot or not dies, oh my God, we can't. Fuck. God damn it. We cannot. Parmy does not want hot or not to end. Well, Jake is on a hot streak. Yeah, I know. So we're kind of in a tough place. Now, True, we yes. could we could always ignore. Now, here's the thing. There are a couple things we could do. We could continue having guest hosts like this. And then the issue of but well, what if when we you're in Florida? Yeah, no, I was about to say. Yeah, how do we listen to it at the same time? Here's the thing. If we do the classic album review, it doesn't fucking matter. I'll throw on the audio. You don't really have to listen. You just have to tell we your just notes have to and talk. Your, yeah. yeah. That don't mean shit. Yeah. But this is this is an re- actual reaction segment. I can think of offhand two things we An could- actual, dur- like, real-time reaction segment. Not post-time, like, freaking yeah. classic album review. That's the Unless other- you just want me to just go, oh, my God, what the fuck am I listening to? And you got, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Oh wow, that sounds terrible! Wow, wow, yeah, really. Dang, you Dang, know James. Based on that. you know James, based on your commentary, I have to imagine this song just sucks. Yeah, how the fuck you can even fucking rate it and give it a hot or not? <laughs> it's not doable. Well, there's two solutions I can think of. One is uh, it becomes less reactionary, which means like basically when we go on the pause breaks, you know, for timestamps, uh, we listen to the songs individually, give our thoughts on them. You put the you overlay the song and post as we talk over it. But that might be lame. Or the second thing is, uh, I don't know, figure something out. Um, that's my that's my input. 
me figure something out. I well, we you're, you're, you're the you're the ones and twos over there. Well, uh, you're also don't want to spend money. <laughs> no, like, don't don't say. word it like that. I'm it's just not saying. that. And you're it's going that like, well, I've got it's that I've got dorm rent. Yeah, which you know, and plus I'm technically going to be making well, less. Do money I not have rent? No, no, no. I'm the, I <laughs> I did not say that. I'm just saying that it's not exactly. It's not easy for either of us to take on such an expense, is what I'm trying to say. Yes. that's. I think we can agree on that. We agree on that. Now, I would debate one of us could pay that expense a lot more than the other. Mm, well, you know. That's, we could uh, debate that, but the reality is if no one's going to do it, no one's not going to do it. Yeah. So, hot or not, might I die soon? Sorry. Number one fan, Edward's mom. Sorry, mom. Yeah. Unless we unless we unless we really try to just miss, somehow make it her say. Unless we're just not do hot or not for like whatever, and then whenever you come back after like four years, yeah, right, we do. Then we can come back to <laughs> yeah. Then we can start doing hot or not again. That'd be wild because it'd be like, oh man, how, could you imagine someone talking to someone? Hey, how'd you get in a triple E radio show? It's like, oh man, I just got into them. They're real cool, and it's like, bruh, original uh, OG triple D radio fans remember before Ed went to college. Yeah, you came in during the telephone years. Yeah. Through the, through the Zoom nerds. call years. We're not Zoom call. No, yeah, no. No, we tried that once, actually. It yeah, was no, terrible. it kind of fucking booty balls. Yeah, it was... Uh, it's, yeah, uh, I was like, yeah, I prefer the phone call. And you're like, no, I still want my audio to sound sick. Don't it worry. It wasn't so much that. It was just because... It was just, it was just more like... I was. It was just more subconsciously like... Uh, subconsciously feeling like, God, I just feel like my phone audio sounds ass. You know, which still sound fine to me. I've I've heard worse phone audio. Yeah, no, I, I I'm not against the phone. Is what I'm trying to say. Yes. So anyway. listeners, be prepared. Hard or not, will die at some point. Now, but doesn't everything? No. Yes. True. Now, <laughs> my I do have a goal. Merry Christmas, everybody. Maybe next week I'll push for another podcast to sure. try to like we meet up and record at a, like a, who knows what time. Yeah. And then maybe 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 we can just maybe. We can get Mr. Hardenau back on. Yeah. And I can give him that one last knot. Third time's the charm. And one last knot. No. I will put it days in advance. <laughs> Not hours. I will put it days <laughs> in goddamn advance to yeah. get the fucking hot or not. That's what you gotta do. This is what point. you gotta do. Don't no, no. I like to think I can learn from my mistakes or learn from like adversity. I think All you right. can. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Also, listeners, I checked out Ed's demo. I actually thought it was pretty good. Good host. It's the first up. music I've ever released besides. Uh, yeah, no, actually, it's the first collection of music I've released where I'm like, you know what? I think this is good, which I haven't been able to say pretty much. So, I mean, you're always your own worst critic, but I put this out and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm feeling this. So this if, feels like a direction. So out of like anyone randomly checking out, you can go on Bandcamp and check out Just Fable Trees and was Industrial Madhouse Industrial three. Madhouse Volume 3. It's the blue one. Yeah, you can check out the other ones, but there's a lot of growing pains and like... <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I was saying I put out eight things. I think two and a half of them are good. Yeah, I was saying last one. I'm like, dang, not a half bad job. Yeah, done. Actually, leveled the fuck up. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's say compared to the other ones where I'm like, mm, yeah, yeah. Go back to uh, the other ones. The, a little more. The other ones are very much. Hey, you tried, bud. All right, <laughs> let's get it off. The top let's of go. It. Let's go. Uh, yeah. All right. 
Wait, who's our wait? Who's our guest, Hot or Not, this week? Oh, so it's another first time for the show, and possibly our last first time if Hot or Not is gonna da 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 fucking die next year. Uh, we called. Uh, if you remember our um, our wrestling podcast where we talked about Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Oh my god, that's right. We've had this person on the show. It is Sweet Tea, aka Good Friend Thomas, canonically the second person with the Good Friend banner. All right, so Sweet Tea Tones, what have you brought to us this week? And I need to make sure I press record. Yes. And now it's recording. Okay. All right, sweet tea tones. What's good? Sorry, it takes a minute to look. Come on. Y'all don't need bone steel. For hot or not. <laughs> I know. Apparently yeah. he doesn't need us either. T-Corn Hiddle Diddle Wallace, a.k.a. DJ Lispy Cream, is more than capable and of sweet providing tea fire upon which sweet you engulf your ear holes. My hot or not is, I'm not going to lie, it has a little bit of cheese to it. But it is from, maybe not my, I'm not going to say my favorite album of 2023, but top three from a band called OK Goodnight. Oh, I know that And the song is titled The Mountain from the album The Fox and the Bird, which is kind of genty here and there, I guess. Oh, God. Why would you say that? Oh. It's more proggy than genty. It's got that didn't help, did it? Very pretty album at times, which you'll hear in this song. And for those who don't know, the lead singer of the song is Casey Lee Williams, who did all of the songs for the Rooster Teeth web series Ruby. And that's kind of how I discovered this band. Damn, sick! Edward and I are very much into that show. At any rate, yeah, I know you and Ed are. I hope that, that this song will suffice. It's pretty good, and that I doubt it, it will be enjoyable for your listeners. <laughs> and I hope that it'll bring their ears some holiday if not cheer, pleasure, well, then something funny, because there are some, as I said, there are some cheesy parts to this song, but I think that's all in good fun. Hope you guys like it. Well, we as long as it's not she shanties from last week, I think I'll be fine. <laughs> you got weirdly, you got weirdly like I don't know what, but you got weirdly something about those she shanties. Because I was like, yeah, I like she shanties. You were just kind of like, oh really? Oh really? <laughs> so would you play in a car with all your friends? I'm like, whoa. Yes, I got. Let's un- calm down. I got unnecessarily aggressive. <laughs> but you said yeah, it made for funny audio. Yeah, I got unnecessarily aggressive, but huh. So listen, I know the word gent. Wow, wow, and prog. wow, wow, wow. Well, you're trying to no, no, no. You're not softening the blow. No, <laughs> I am going full bore, baby. Fucking, I'm getting that bitch up right now. I'm getting to my goddamn Spotify. This is a good. This is a good band, though. I haven't finished this album. Thomas told me to listen to it a while ago. I got like partway through. I don't even remember if I heard the song. But uh, we're going off Feliz Navidad and Last Christmas. All right. What was the song? And the, the Raiders and, and the Raiders theme. Okay. I was like, what the fuck is this band name? Okay, good night. The Mountain. How long is it? I'm about. Five minutes and 30 seconds. Fuck me. So, how was your day? It was okay. It got pretty lazy around the end or so. Like, I had time to watch her fucking main events. Yeah. That's kind of the day it was. So it was like that, and me just chilling. 
And then I was like helping my like lead with them try to like dissect this one spot that has a lot of fucking equipment. So I'd have to try to go through my deep bowels of my memory. But yeah. Oh, you really went in. Uh, well, I, I could start describing everything if you want me to. I'm no, trying no, to generalize no, I'm good. it. No, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, guys, I can so start that. going on about, like, oh, yeah, so, like, I remember this was set in bridge mode and had this specific and was, like, off this, like, IP address, and this is what it was getting. And, like, yeah, no, that shouldn't be part of that network. Blah, 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 nah. blah, blah. Nah. It was pretty chill day. I actually had to use my brake, so I was in the middle of fucking nowhere where I don't have phone service. But luckily, this customer told me, hey, I have a landline. Because I was at a job where it's like, I need to like take a picture of the settings and then go run into an area where I have phone service and then make sure I get that. But luckily, there was a working phone, like landline, which then I just used the landline, contacted my lead, and told them, all right, here's the settings. And they did the thing, and we got this customer internet back going again. It was pretty sick. And then, like, it was an hour drive for me to get back to the office. And I enjoyed myself my lunch, my usual midweek lunch of uh, chicken and mozzarella cheese sando. It's pretty chill. And a banana. Pretty light lunch. How about you? Hey, you asked about my day. What's going with your day? I woke up, had some eggs and bakey. Oh, damn. Yeah. Did you cook it? Or was it your pops? No, that was uh, no. I actually, well, your mom still recovered from foot surgery, so I had, so I, you know, I made it. So you made eggs and biggie? Yeah, dude. Damn, sick. And yeah, I know, adulting. Uh, and then, and then, you know, I was just chilling. Then around two or whatever, uh, you were like, "Hey, yo, let's podcast today." Well, I was like, "Hey, so fucking my practice situation just fucking took a shit today, so, and we're gonna have to move it tomorrow." But I was like, "All right." Ed doesn't like it when I do things last minute, but let's see. Hey, Ed, my practice tonight took a shit. Would you be down to pot, like hopping in podcast? Well, I was, well, I was fine with it because this was the day I originally wanted to meet for my pot for the podcast anyway. So I got what I wanted, ish, ish. Which I apologize last bit, but I was literally around like whenever I messaged you, where I was like, ah, fuck, because I was gonna like, all right, another night, just me hopping in here, just put over. I was like. Oh, wait. It would be nice to get another podcast in. Ah, let's see if this works. What do you think of this song? Pretty monotonous. Have you heard any of it? Well, we've got headphones on, so of course you've heard it. Of course I've heard some of it. I think they have very nice production. It's like the same production with every fucking band these days. Pretty sterile production, if you ask me. I'm not a fan for it. I think this is a better example of like modern production, though. This one, this production, to me at least, this. I mean, yeah, to me, this band doesn't sound lifeless when I listen to them. Eh. It actually feels like you know, there's like some atmosphere, at least to my ears. Die. And she's a good singer. Well, yeah, no, she is a good singer. Is this the Rooster Teeth lady? That's what he said. Yes. I ever thought he was talking about some dude. No, no, no. This is. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Our man, Sweet Tea Tones, was a very drawn out. Delivery. Well, we also talk louder than him. Not just because of the well, voice I'm message, but in general. I'm going to turn him the fuck up in post production. But it was a little slow. 
Something about rooster teeth. Hey, it's better than, uh, actually, is it better than Jake ranting for three minutes about how we're douchebags? Did you not hear the first part of the show? That's a good point. Well, my boss sit there like, no, what are you talking about? I would never do such thing. There is legit evidence of me being a douche to Mr. Hot or not. Well, am I supposed to lie? You know what? I guess not, James. I guess not. All right, all right, tell me, all right tell Okay, me. good night. Okay, the good mountain. night. Tell me what's good. Actually, you first. Tell me why it's why a not. Because oh. I can already tell, so tell me why it's a not. Why it's a not? Yeah, because I, I already, unless I'm wrong. Yeah, well, it's definitely a not for me. <laughs> it's obvious. Because mine's easy. I already, Obviously, uh, it doesn't bark up my tree. Yes, it sounds good, but to me, it's just like. It's the same, to me, it's just like, it's the same modern metal bullshit that just doesn't float my boat, all right? <laughs> it's, I don't fuck with it, all right? He Maybe the best way to put it, I'm too rocker brain, all right? <laughs> I imagine the people that play this music Standing are wearing still. some Levi pants, some <laughs> slip-on shoes, yeah, freeing, wearing a champion shirt, the basis has spent money on flannel. tattoos. Those might yeah. have been a real drummer might not even played that track. Those could be just program drums. As far as I know, they have a real drummer. Yeah. But a lot of these days, people just program the drums. I don't know anyone who does that. <laughs> yeah. The joke is that. Uh-huh. I, the, the joke is so that. So obviously I going in. And then it, what was the hook? Maybe I was talking through it. But, you probably talked over the chorus. But even then, still, it's just like. It's just more of just like this epicness. No, it didn't grab me. This is like a big epic vibe. You know, this is just gonna be ranting on how I don't give a fuck about modern metal music. Okay. It's not my thing. Okay, but here's the thing, and the reason why I think, well, I, first off, I gave it a hot because I'm biased because I like this band already. But here, 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 here's how I'm gonna present my case. I feel Are like their production. I feel like their production is better than other modern people because it actually feels like it has range and room. And to prove that point, here's the thing: this feels more authentically big than Peyton Parrish. Big Peyton Parrish sounds like meticulously programmed. These guys this actually meticulously programmed. To, well, yeah, but to it me. sounds more authentic, is what I'm saying. I think this sounds more authentically big than Peyton Parrish. Who is probably, I think, you know, the the let's just say the poster child of, of this fake show. of of this show. This is this show's personal textbook definition of fake atmosphere. One of the worst yeah. artists we've listened to on the show. <laughs> Wouldn't go that far, but well, he's definitely in the bottom tier, I guess. His bottom tier, maybe on like a generalization sense. No, he's very talented. He's got skills. What he yeah. does. But to me, in like actual like what I look for in music and actually want to fuck with, it's the total opposite spectrum. And I'm just like, no. Nah. Plus, he's a country Viking. Country Viking lad. His uh, country EP of his is literally called Ragnarok. I think the single. Bro, he from started Mitzahala. out as a country lad, and then he did one Viking song and found a niche. Yeah, and then it became and his whole thing. And then Disney covers. So hey, he's making his money. <laughs> 
But yeah, no. For me, Delight is not. It's just like, I would have not liked it in the first place. Even if Thomas hadn't song. have said the word gent, and then I tried to cover it up by saying, no, it's more prog Why than gent. Why would you defend it? This made even more. This made it more of an issue. Well, to be well, well, because sometimes when you react to stuff like that, you're really funny, and I thought it'd be good audio for the show. Yeah, and it was. I'm gonna listen back to this and be like, ha uh, ha, you fucking trolled me. <laughs> no, I didn't troll you. I was just being honest. But yes, here's the thing. Yeah, no, I'm gonna give it a not. Just okay. on like mostly just on like grounds of I think it just sounds sterile. I okay. could give two fucks about it. You go like, you know what? Out of all these bands, <laughs> you know, they had the most almost authentic organic. I sound. said they sounded more authentic than Peyton Parish. Or more authentic than Peyton Parish. I don't know. Maybe you but to me it's like, you know what? That's still not a that's still a very low bar. And they're not and they're just like they're just like above that. All right? I, I guess so. I'm just saying, I'm not a fan. This modern metal stuff, these Nick Nocturnals, all these stuff. Well, Nick Nocturnal is... I, I want to get into my feelings about Nick Nocturnal. I just know I don't like him. Yeah, you know what? I don't care for him either. It's just like... And you know what? This is modern metal representation. And I just don't vibe with it. Yeah. Oh. All right? It's just okay. not my thing. It's okay. All right? I don't see these fuckers wearing a sick <laughs> leather jacket. All right? I don't see that kind of shit. You- I don't see a Judas Priest shirt, motherfucker. Wow. That's kind of shit. And you're like, you're a fucking dad. I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck. I'm here for some fucking real rocker brain shit. And that is not rocker brain shit. Do you want to go to the hot or not? Not the hot or not. Fuck the C.A.R. Yeah, sure. Give me one second. <laughs> Thank you. Who's How's it going, listeners? Welcome back now to anyone that's hopping from the timestamps. It's now time for the classic album review. Good host said... Are you done with your bass drops and your six slams? You're such an asshole. I swear <laughs> to God. Hey, everybody. Do you want to know what we listened to today? We should listen to the last episode. Track one. No, I'm kidding. Track. God damn it. I'm still on infectious jinx. Jealousy. Um, oh, what? What are you talking? No, I thought I had my notes pulled up, but I was on. Okay. Thank you. Um, what? Now you can focus more or something? This is a, a record Breathe. called. This is a record called Low Life, okay? And it's by uh, New World Order. And uh, it was pretty good. I had a lot of fun with it. Okay, that's the cold open. That's cold open. That sounds like you're ending, like, review. (laughs) This first song is called Low... Spoiler alert. I thought it was was pretty good. Track one is called Love Vigilantes. I think this was a single. All right. uh, it's a good moody pop opener. I gave this one, I'll be honest, I gave this one a seven. It seems to be from the perspective of a soldier or something. It's a real head bopper. I liked it. Well, for me, I thought the song was pretty tight. Yeah. Light seven out of ten. Hell yeah. Now, would I give this a hot over okay goodnight? Yeah, of course. Come on. It's got a lot more. I'm just saying. My wife and child waiting for me. It's a good song. Next one. The, the perfect, perfect kiss. Alright. A kiss. Yeah, tell me about it. What's good? So I don't know if this is a hot take because I know this is a single, but uh the song felt long for me. Maybe I just listened to it at the wrong time, but it made me kind of sleepy. Uh high five out of ten. It was catchy though. Alright, so for me, <clears throat> I thought 
This is the perfect song to pick up someone who just transitioned into being a new romantic goth this past year as they just went to Gothcella Fest, one of the two fucking Gothcella Fests that happened this year. Either like New World or whatever that had fucking. Actually, I think New Order played one of them too. Oh, God. So, yeah, if you're picking a video up or dude who just decided to be goth this past year, this song is perfect for you. Yeah, it's pretty I good. I gave it makes you a wanna, 7 out of 10. Makes you want to smoke coffee and drink cigarettes. Hell yeah. Where is it? There we go. Track three. This is called This Time of Night. This song was cool. Well, what time is it this night? Well, it's, it's uh, 8.36 p.m. at this time of night. Yeah, it's this time, bro. Of the night. This song was cool. I gave it a 6 out of 10. The synths and the drum machine sounded especially awesome on this song. And I don't know. It just makes me want to go to the mall and get a blazer. So what? Fuck you. 6 out of 10. So me? I fuck with this song pretty. I fuck with this song too. Yeah, dude. With the last songs. Another 7 out of 10 for me. It's really good. Hell, but yeah. Next one Sunrise. Sunrise, sunset. Um, this uh, this music definitely reflected the song style. I thought it sounded really good. Uh, good soundscapes, guitar tones, and reverbs, just all on display. You guys can't tell right now, but trust me, if you listen to it on your own, I gave this song a seven. It's worth a seven. This song, pretty sick. Well, obviously we're not into the damn song yet, but I was like, damn, another goddamn banger. Holy <laughs> shit. I give this a high 7 out of 10. Yeah, it is. This song fucking goes. Yeah, it's good. I'm saying, if you're trying to pick up actual goth biddies, this is a goth biddies at the goth cello fest. I'm saying, you're in a safe territory here. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, okay, good night. Sorry. I fuck with this more. <laughs> Sorry, don't sound fucking heavy, bro. This is. Genty guitars. This is the music. Nah. This is the music that they used to play back then to repel gross Heshers. Yeah. Yeah, this is actually anti-Hesher music. Yeah, yeah. Yo, this is actually anti-Metalhead music. Yeah, and it's awesome. Most Metalheads. <laughs> yeah, or at least a big number. I, I don't see Obviously, Nick, there's people that I liked all of it. I don't hear... I don't see Nick Nocturnal at the fucking New Order show, all right? I doubt that guy's even listening that much. Because Nick Nocturnal's a pencil neck geek. Yeah. Jared Dines at the New Order show? Nah. Jared Dines look like he'd be oh, cool to I'll get be a, at the. I'll be at the Post Malone show. Oh wow, you're so wait. Oh, what the the, the metal gen guitar player going to a post Malone show? Damn, oh my god, that's so nutty. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're now getting the, my understanding why I kind of gave Okay Goodnight a dot. Just say well, Okay Goodnight doesn't sound like Jared Dine or Nick Nocturnal's bands though. Are you sure about that? Well, yeah. Well, I'm pr- yes, actually, yes. Anyway, the song rule. I feel like you might have to defend it. I'm actually curious on testing that. But right now, we're in the classic album review. And this song fucks. But yes. on to the next one. How do I fuck you pronounce this one? Um, Elegia. Elegia. Well, I could tell you that. Yeah, this is an interlude to slow things down. Which I was like, whatevs. I just gave it a little 6 out of 10. I gave it that too. It wasn't um, even much of a fucking song, but I'm like, after such a high, I'm like, okay. Side I a am rule. forgiving. Yeah. In most circumstances, if the last song was a 6, I'd be giving this a low 5. Yeah. But. But. Side 8. Side 8 was pretty good. Yeah, I would say, I walked in, I'm like, fuck, dude. <laughs> I'm fucking vibing hard. Yeah, it was good. Not like, okay, good night. 
Not fucking Peyton Parrish. I feel, okay. Did, at some point, did you get it in your head? They're like, oh, yo, Ed's this big, okay, goodnight fan with sweet, with, 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 with sweet T-tones. Oh, no. I, I, I don't even know. You got my brain all short wire. <laughs> anyway, it's a good instrumental. It's good. Got good buildup. They utilize their technology very well. I gave it a six out of ten. Same as James. Well, I said a low six. Well, so I'm not I'm, the same as me. Okay, so you, it's not Buster, exactly. Okay, Buster, you mean you might have to recheck the audio. I'm okay, just saying. I gave it. it a low six. On to the next one. Track six. Sooner than you think. When? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, you fucked me up right now. You good? <laughs> Go. I don't know why I'm laughing so. Much. Um. Yeah. So the song starts out. Yeah. When? <laughs> <laughs> so the song started. Um. The song started neat. Kind of sells into its own pace, but I really enjoyed it. Um, this song is more of the same from the last five songs, but you know what? It's really good. I gave this a light seven. Well, for me, I wrote damn Dave. Hope it's not a downhill from here. This be definitely some filler. It's good, but damn, it was not as sick as the other songs. It wasn't. I gave it, it a high six out of ten. It but grew. On, it grew on me. It's okay for. I was like, you know what? Maybe it's some good filler. All right. Now subculture. Right. What'd cool, you think of this one? It's a cool groover, and I think this was the last singer they were singer single single. Yeah, uh, not much to say other than hey, did you guys last the like six songs? Then you'll like this Fuck. one. I gave it a six. That beat goes hard. No, but even that piano, I feel like I've heard that melody in another song fucking before. But no, this the song sounded really familiar to me too. Well, at least they have the piano part. But then this hops in. I feel like there's just a like a freaking copy and paste of two songs right now. Probably. So either way, definitely this was a little bit better than the last song. But I'm not gonna fucking lie. With this vocal with the lyrics and the vocalists here, they're kind of feeling like a fucking groomer to me. And I'm like a little going like I'm a little uncomfortable. I would not want you near me, bro. Well, he's British. Yeah. I don't know if that, uh, like. I don't know what it says, but it says something. I don't know what it says. I give it a low seven out today. You know, actually. Like, the song kind of, I fuck with it, but there's part of me, I'm like, you know what? Homies kind of sound like a groomer. It's funny. Like, you're kind of being a little creepy, guy. It's funny you mention that, because I don't think, I'm not, I'm sure this isn't related, but this song has a Wikipedia page, because it was a single, and it talks about how lyrically it talks about uh, sexual rejection and uh, uh, alienation and loneliness. So that might or might not play into what you were talking about. I'm just saying, like, that guy could be a groomer. So the next song. Last song, Face Up. I thought this, I don't have much to say. I thought this song was a cool under. It actually kind of had more, it actually kind of had kind of like a, kind of like a ballad quality to it almost. It's just more good music. I gave this one a high six. I couldn't, there's nothing really wrong with it. And like I said, I just thought it was, it's more of the same in some ways, but I thought, this one had a bit of a different flavor, so yeah, I thought it was good. I just wrote down while listening to this song, I'm like, well, now homie's mad about a girl, I think. <laughs> and I gave it a 6 out of 10. So, New so, Order's... Yeah. I'm trying to remember what the fucking... New Order's Low Life. Low Life. So out of a school of... Obviously, this bass line goes really hard. 
But yeah, I think uh, once the vocalist comes in, I'm like, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Like, I still fuck with it enough, but I'm like, his vocals on the song sounded weird. Like, these were the only ones where I was kind of going like, huh? At just because they didn't seem like as good a quality as the, other, as the other one. It's more noticeable on the chorus, though. But anyway, yeah. Um, so I have a score of 80 uh, from my from my notes this gets a 50 out of 80 i thought the sound was uh was very was very nice uh, i just thought it was good and it feels peak goth so i fucked with it a lot peak goth peak new wave yeah yeah i feel like that'd be the more correct yeah, actually no you're probably right this is peak you know it's, it's right up there it's with pretty that. new wave i'm just saying like your goth parents they're gonna be at the they're gonna be at gothcella and maybe you're like recently divorced dad's gonna try to pick up on the goth chick that just Oh right here, these vocals, they just sound odd. Listen. Hey, at least they're not quantized. They're not, but he just sounds kinda off key. But not like in a punk way, in kinda like a no, he just generally sounds off key. Yeah, or it sounds like a groomer. <laughs> it's not a trustworthy uh, genre of music, right? <laughs> just say. You know, you've really opened my eye to new perspectives. Have I? <laughs> so yeah, no, this record was good. Uh, go listen to it if you have, if you didn't get enough of it uh, with our review. It's good. Now are you about to ask me if it's a vibe? Well, so James, in your opinion, was yeah. it a vibe? Even though you kind of just spent the last twenty minutes telling us that it was a vibe. Um, compared to last week's uh, last episode's classic album review, yeah, definitely a lot more vibe for me. Yeah, maybe it just hit my taste more. I'm sorry. All right, I might have, I might have my own taste that of things I give a fuck about. My parents are mad about Super Tramp still, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. Me and, calling it mid. <laughs> well, no, well, because and then we were talking about before you got there with my, um, we were talking there, and I think. Well, do it I was, need to bring up the scooter song again? No, you really don't. And I think it was mom or dad. One of them says something like, ah, that damn James, he never likes something that you like. And I was like, well, I hate you. <laughs> and I told him, well, you know, I made the mistake of telling him ahead of time, oh, this is one of my favorite albums from the 90s. So he probably went in 90s. there and go, yeah, it's from the 90s. No, not th sorry, I was sorry, my mind switched to talking about Beck. But Beck and Supertramp, I went into him going like, oh, yeah, these are two of my favorite records from their time periods so it's like I had faith in Super Tramp Beck on the other hand I was a little iffy but what? then I remember logical songs on there and it's a scooter song that I'm bumping right now it's a scooter song yeah this is a scooter song right now I know anyway what decade do you want I picked last time <sighs> you don't want to kill CAR2 do you Oh fuck no no no! We can do that one. Fuck I told you, hot or not. Be I know, a bitch. I know. I was just kidding. Class, I don't, no, I'm thinking. God, fuck it. I want more '80s. Okay. I think the last, first time we did '80s, we got burned hard by that fucking weird anarchist band. Oh yeah. And when we listened to them, like this is kind of. Yeah, I don't fuck with it. But that new order album, I did fuck with. It. All right. <laughs> Left, right, forward, back, triple D on DFS. Yeah. 
Oh, we should really be talking. I'm just vibing with the song. All right. So what have you found over there? And please talk into the mic and not into the book. You are very um, um Bob, Baba Mao and Monsoor Sex Jam Lili. What? Let me check out this book. So Ed's popping up, about to hand me the book. All right, so I'm about to look at it. So in the year of our Lord of 1989, but by the artist, is it the artist Baba Ma or is it Dajim Lali? Yeah, that doesn't help. So by the artist Baba Ma and Monsoor Sek. Yeah, I've most likely fucked up pronouncing that. Our main man, Baba Mal, came from a family of fishermen in northern Senegal, and it was only because the family was prospering and he was doing well at school that his parents allowed him to have a part-time job singing. He got paid to sing. Yeah. I don't get paid. Well, actually, I do get money sometimes. Maybe a lot more than change. Change was in the air in the early 1970s, and the young Mal gained notice by singing about the frustrations of his audience. Oh. How I felt that. But it was only when he met Monsoor Sek that being a professional musician became a real option. In West Africa, music belongs to families of Girots, Giraiots, families of peeps who use songs to praise leaders and patrons and relate to their histories. Sek is a, a word I cannot pronounce. And not because it's a sketchy word, I just don't know how to pronounce G-R-I-O-C G-Riot I was going to say G-Riot But he was also blind What? So he was a blind man, as now discovered And the relationship would be mutually beneficial When he passes knowledge onto Maul The younger man would be his guide in many ways Maul and Sek left Senegal for France in the early 1980s I'm going to make sure no, another fucking song comes on. I think we're done with music. Sorry. All the musical part of this show is now over. To anyone I cared. Where was I? Oh, yeah. So, Maul and Sec left Senegal for France in the early 1980s. The former accepted into... Oh, my God. Parisian? Into a Parisian conservator. The right person is reading this book right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> These are wild words. Parisian conservatory to study music. He went to a school to study music. In 1984, with some fellow West Africans, they recorded this informal, simple session, but it was a magical, but it was as magical as a bottle of lightning, a bottle of lightning, which that is, uh, I don't know who the fuck catches bottle, uh, who catches lightning in a bottle. But either way, the two friends harmonizing with their yearning tenors while around them acoustic guitars mapped out simple, beguiling melodies and sultry, electric, added frills and simple percussion kept the beat. It was said BBC Radio One's legendary DJ John Peel, while hearing Muddy Waters for the first time, the influences of his... The influences of his time in Europe providing the spur, Maul would go on to redefine African music, progressive nature, but it was with this album that he started opening doors. 
You know what this sounds like? This sounds like a sketchy album, but... This sounds like a sequel. I'm always up for a challenge. This seems like a sequel to... That. Oh my fucking God, what was it that we were supposed to... Um, oh my God. How do I... Oh, uh, I only remember Mansoor Sack. Mansoor... All right, let's see if I can find it. Mansoor... All right, so I got Mansoor Sec. And there's the Gene Lee Adventurer, the Adventurer 1989 album. Uh, Yeah, so it's Bob Mall. Here, let's check this. I'm about to throw it on right now. Sure. Let me fast forward. Oh my God, this is a six minute fucking song. So, yeah, this um, yeah we got this record. Like, by the way, is twelve songs in an whoa. hour in an hour and twelve minutes. Whoa, 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 whoa! Son of a bitch! Do you f- want to re-roll? No. <laughs> okay. I was, no, that's a quitter. I'm not a quitter. Well, we're not quitters. That's for sure. I will stubbornly go through this and hate my life. This for, feel, for this audio, this feels like oh, I'm supposed to just listen to everything I like. Oh my god, that's so cool! Oh my god, that's so inter- oh my god. This yes, is just, that's exactly no. what I was saying. No, I will goddamn listen to. It. I will, I will report back on this album I cannot fucking pronounce. <laughs> Till then, listeners, stand by. We'll be back for the main event. All right, to anyone that's hopping into timestamps. What time is it? Well, everybody, <clears throat> it is now officially time for your main event of the evening or afternoon or morning, whenever you listen to us. So, Grandpa, I want the truth. What do we watch Christmas? this week? If it's the truth you want, we watch in an early aughts according to Christmas the slasher movie. Santa, hey, belated Christmas, Santa everyone! Lost yeah, bet and was forced to spread Christmas cheer. But now. All bets are off. All bets are off. Santa? Santa? Yes, there is a Santa Claus. Ho, ho, hoes. Santa Claus is not a myth or a legend. He's real. Yeah, and he's uh, about to beat a, He's about to murder you. Anymore. About to beat some ass. Sure scared the dickens out of people. Scary yet educational. I'm just trying to spread a little Yuletide fear. Yuletide fear is offing everyone. Who's oh my god! Nice. Nicholas shot him. You shot Santa. Get away! Santa's on the loose. This holiday season, this holiday. Lock your doors. Bolt the windows. Oh, Grandpa got run over by a reindeer. Everyone stand back. Things are about to get a little messy. And block the chimney. Cause naughty or nice, Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa's sleigh. Go ahead, kid. Let's see what Santa got you. I hate children. You know, I've never seen that trailer before. That literally sh- showcases every best line in the movie. 
pretty spoiler much. alert <laughs> oh yeah spoiler, spoiler alert spoiler alert but either way so this week we have watched 2005 santa slay s-l-a-y featuring former wcw world champion professional wrestler and bill goldberg former wwe champion former too. wwe champion bill goldberg the crusher the bret hart crusher what you know because he ended his career yeah, I thought yeah. you were talking about the Megadeth music video he's in. No, Crush That's Crush Um. He is in that though. That's a great. That's a great music video. It's so bad. Anyway, yeah. So it's a Christmas slasher movie. It's Christmas uh, slasher. Movie. Initially, I was like, "Yo, James, why don't we finally watch Jingle All the Way?" Yeah, and I was like, at first when I was trying to look up this movie, I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck, I can't find a good rip of it." So, unfortunately, we might have to watch Jingle All the Way. And you're like. Uh, no, I found it on YouTube. So you kind of fucked yourself there, Budster. Well, yeah, because I didn't realize you were about to be like, oh, yeah, no, let's just watch Jingle all the way. Because by the time you said that, I'd already found it. So it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, thank you for saving this opportunity to watch this movie. But so, yeah, Santa Slay, everybody. An all right movie that was at best and ZZZ at worst. Uh, cut the crap. Let's get straight into it. We so open, how does this movie open up? We open up at a house. With Uncle. James Conn and his family. It looks like the McAllister when, house, if I'm being honest. Sitting out for Christmas dinner. Fran Drescher's there, yeah, too. Hey, another return for Fran Drescher for the Triple D radio show. Yeah, we should start keeping track, because that's... I didn't know that was Fran Drescher. You she looked way more different in uh, This Is Spine on Tap and then in this movie. I suppose so. I recognize her right away. Well, maybe you, I haven't. I'm fucking looking at Fran Drescher that much. So, uh, we see him sitting down. They say their prayers. Oh, wait, it's Chris Kattan. That was Chris Kattan, wasn't it? You know what's weird? They are like front loaded with a. I feel like a lot of noble actors in this one opening thing. Spoiler alert! Not spoiler alert. Yeah, James fucking Con, Fran Drescher, Chris Kattan. Yeah, I think that's kind of. I don't know. If I I'm pretty sure chick. that's it. Another chick's wearing hot dresses, hot. all hanging out. This family, they fucking hate each other. Yeah, the uh, or they just don't like each other. Except Chris Kattan's trying to get in the Fran Drescher's like cooch. Yeah, uh, because she starts playing. <laughs> Sorry, this was funny because she's like, oh, why don't I serve? Yeah, you know, she starts playing oh, footsies with him. And she's you. like, here, one potato. <laughs> one and, potato. Then he, and he's going like, oh, and he's like, two potato. Oh, I think that I think oh. I think she's supposed to be James Conn's wife. Yeah, because he says something like so like he's like, I will fucking stab you or something like I'll that. I'll fucking stab you, kid, if you're doing something over there. Oh, uh, no, sir, no. I would never done that, sir. They thank God in their prayers for not making them poor. Oh, Samoan. But look, hark, there seems to be a ruckus coming from the chimney. Hey, what's going on with the chimney? Oh, my gosh, it's Santa Claus. Holy the, shit, it's Santa Claus. The, what are you doing here, the Santa? Mi the mighty noble Santa Claus crashes through their chimney. Yeah, dude, the freaking Chris Kringle crashes through the chimney. And they're like, holy... They give Christmas cheer as they go, holy shit, it's Santa. And then he says... And he says, yes, there is a Santa. And then he proceeds to murderize the family. Yeah, he just fucking slaughters them. He Do you want details? Because I wrote them. Well, is there notable details you want to say? Well, the first thing Goldberg does in this movie is kick the little Pomeranian into the fan that spins back into the thing. I don't know. Uh, um, I, I don't know. Because I wrote them all here and it's like. I was expecting more and then you go creativity. Like, and you're like, maybe. and then he stabbed James Conn's hands onto the table. Yeah, that's the best part. Goldberg there. does like a dodge roll on the table, stabs his hands with a knife, and then he lays waste. The lamest kill is this one lady like 
faints in the tree. She's like, oh, but then when they, but then when the camera pans to her, somehow there's like a, a wooden stake through her chest. I'm like, okay. I don't, know, there, I don't know. There wasn't any like crazy kills. I think the craziest kills was he takes a turkey leg, shoves it in James Conn's mouth, and then blam, smashes his head. Yeah, on but the we table. didn't even see much gore off that. Yeah, there, there's not really any gore in this movie. I mean, that's fine. I yeah, wasn't was like, this like a PG 13 movie? Was no, it? wait a minute. No, there's titties. Never mind. It had to be radar. Oh, yeah. No, there's there's breasts. Yeah, there's breasts. Like for like one likes, like one scene, but still. And then, yeah, title card, Santa Slay, everybody. Santa Slay? I wrote here- Santa Slay! Santa Slay! I wrote here in my notes, I appreciate appreciate the movie for peaking early. Opening credits- (laughs) I think that that literally the opening (laughs) scene was just trailer footage. Yeah. Well, when we watched the trailer, and it was actually a lot of, like, stuff from the movie itself, but, like- Yeah. I feel like there was a lot of star power in the beginning of that movie. One potato- (laughs) A one potato. Two potatoes. <laughs> I don't know why that just stood in my mind. Um, oh, no. We're oh. just sitting there like, Fran Drescher, yeah, give me more potatoes. Three potatoes. Three potatoes. Hey, butter. And Chris Kattan's just looking like, oh, oh. Like, oh. like, it's so campy. Oh. It's straight up out of a Pornhub video. A, a Pornhub video. He, like, the overacting is just, it was great. So, well, anyway. A Pornhub video of a rip from a porno from like 2002. <laughs> sure. Well, oh, I couldn't figure out when this movie came out. I thought this movie was five. Yeah, I thought this movie was early. It was like two thousand two, but on YouTube it lists it as like being from two thousand eight. But I mean, I looked it up. Obviously, it's two thousand five. But whatever. Opening credits were kind of cool. You know, it's like going through a storybook that we would see later in the film. That's kind of neat. And then after that, we find out. Okay, our story is taking place in Hell Township. That's the name of the place. In um, Hell. Township on Christmas Eve, and we go to the Heaven Scent Sandwich Shop. You fucking get it, you guys. As an old lady is giving the young man at the register, who we find out later is our main hero, our main man, just her main character, our uh, main boy. She's giving him a hard time. Yeah, because she she's pays, a bitch. She pays for her sandwich and gets really mad when she's told Happy Holidays, quote unquote. Yeah, hey, you guys are the Jewish man. Go like, yeah, this is a Jewish deli. So yeah. it's like, all right, Happy Holidays, and then she turns around and we're like. It's Christmas. Wish me Merry Christmas. Oh, I'm sorry. Merry Christmas. And no, she's away. like, don't, don't, don't give me that political bullshit. Oh, I misheard. I thought she said Pluto shit. I was like, what? No, no, don't give me that political shit. Yeah. It's Merry Christmas. Before Donald Trump saved Christmas. Um, yeah, I don't know why people get so anal about that. I, I don't either. It's like, you know, other people. It was happy holidays when we were kids, too. So yeah, it's like, what's I'm the like, big fucking people, deal? There's. We live in a big world. Do people not realize you could say both? No, I do live in fucking America, but like, yeah. can we just accept it's just a big world? And <laughs> we can just enjoy happy holidays, Merry Christmas. It's okay. Well, you know, James, it's easy for us, now, but it's obvious- not easy for others. I, I guess this old lady right here. Is this the part where... No. Well, because he goes, she, she, he goes, you know, he goes, sorry, Merry Christmas. She turns around, walks away, and then she turns back around. She goes, thank you. Now go fuck yourself. And she leaves. God. Like, okay. Damn, I know, dude. That lady was pretty punishing. I don't know why. <laughs> don't know why. We see her driving away on a dark, cold road. Which she's smoking. Yeah, she's driving. She's like fucking weaving and smoking. Yeah. This is like, she's old and she can't drive. All right. And coming up behind her is Santa on his sleigh, you guys. And he's really got to get somewhere. He starts honking his horn. And when she won't stop her slow swerving, he eventually just says, fuck it. And he mushes yeah, his had, reindeer. Yeah, yeah. Santa going, move, bitch. 
Get out the way. Yeah, literally. And then he, and then eventually after that doesn't work, he just, he mushes his reindeer, which is actually just a big fat white buffalo. Or bison. Sick. Bison, yeah. And just bowls over her car and she goes careening off off the road flying, explosion fired. Yeah, well that lady sucks, so fucking gives a fuck. <laughs> back, at the, back at the shop. Uh, the our main man is talking to the the girl that I assume works there. Yeah, and I assumed I didn't find out till like forty five minutes into the movie that they were in a relationship. They're in a relationship, it looked like that they were not in a relationship, and she was into him. But it was it was but it was I messy writing. Uh, yeah. So yeah. She, so yeah. So she's talking to him about Christmas plans, trying to hint she'd like to hang out, and their hey, boss it's Christmas some boy. Come on, yeah. Come on, let's kick it. Uh, but their boss comes out, gives them Christmas presents. Hey, uh, she, Christmas cheer. Gives her a Wisconsin snow globe. Cool. And gives him a digital clock that tells the time in all time zones, which actually became a plot point now that I remember. Man, what a gift. They leave and he she tries to give him a car ride, but he denies. He's like, he, he doesn't say this, but he's basically like, no, fuck you. I'm going to drive home in the snow with my electric scooter. No, nah, no, nah, I'm no, nah, I'm good. No, nah, I'm fine. Yeah. Just start scooter, not starting. No, nah, I'm fine. She pulls up in a nice heated truck and it's like, <laughs> come on, you know, you want to drive. He's like, fine. They drive away. No, as- no, no. I can go home. All right? I can't. I can go home. They drive. Scooter won't start. Fine. I'll let a girl drive me, I guess. They drive away and Santa watches ominously from across the street, you know, ringing bell, getting changed. Uh, yeah. And then they listen. Yeah, just like, yeah, just like being incognito. They listen to a very white sounding Christmas rap song. Yeah. And she asks him, why doesn't he care about Christmas? And he basically makes it sound like it, it basically he makes it sound like it's about gifts. That was what I got from this car. He was like, I always wanted like an Autobot or septic comp for Christmas, but all I ever got was Easy Bakes. Yeah, I I know. Wait, what? Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, I always wanted like Autobots or Decepticons. I thought he never got the Easy Bake. Yeah, no, I thought he said, but all I ever got was an Easy Bake Oven or something. All I got was an Easy Bake Oven. I always wanted a sick Transformer, but nah, (laughs) never got one. So, <laughs> so, oh no, Christmas is not, oh no, I just don't vibe with Christmas. So he gets home, we see him unlock and then relock, hit the four locks on his doors, it's all very riveting cinema. And then Hey, he, he's got he's got locks in his door, all He right? lives with his grandpa. He's a very con, con, like cautious grandpa, I'm just saying. And uh, as, as we discover. He posts up on the couch with root beer and snacks. Yeah. All of a sudden the lights go out. He goes get a flashlight and he tries to see skulking around the house looking for the power to switch on. Like, we're the goddamn circuit box, like at? Luigi's Mansion. He heads to the basement. I forgot how the song goes. Oh, yeah. It's like, anyway, so he goes to the basement to hit the emergency breaker, but then he gets jump scared by his grandpa. Who, ah, oh my god, old man. <laughs> Who I just named Grandpa. Or I think that's fine. We're, we can just continue with the grandpa. I actually don't think they said his name. No. He's an he's an old inventor, dude. He dude, he's uh he's uh we have Doc Brown at home. Yeah. That's he's, basically. <laughs> but come on, what do you look at this movie? All right. Well, true. So what do they do? So he shows us his newest invention. He calls so it's basically a Walkman for vinyl. And yeah, he, it's a fucking backpack with a freaking vinyl player with a yeah. headphone attachment so he can walk around and go like 
Now you can play your vinyl records on the go. Seems kind of brutal, but I think in 2005, no one gave a fuck about vinyl. But in 2024, people give a fuck about vinyl. So, yeah. Not a bad invention, I guess. I think you're a little ahead of your time there, Grandpa. So, the next two scenes are really interesting. Okay, that's a, well, that's a lie. So, see, one scene is spliced in between two segments where it's the it's our hero trying to get a straight answer out of his grandpa for I think like five minutes yeah, of screen just time. A point you just sit there, and say, you know what? People are punishing me about Christmas, but I just realized, Grandpa, why do you not like Christmas? Who who keeps it's, dodging the question like Neo dodges hey, bullets? Hey, quit dodging the question there, old man. <laughs> why don't you not like Christmas? And the other scene is, it's a short scene of Santa ringing his bell for change, where we last saw him, and then someone comes up behind him, holds a knife to his throat, and says- yeah, this dude tries to mug Santa, but, and he says, but this is Goldberg Santa, so Goldberg <laughs> Santa just beats his ass and kills him on the spot. He says, what up, Santa bitch? How much Christmas cheer you got in the pot? And then, yeah, kicks his ass, candy cane in his eye, throws him in a dumpster. Yeah. Eventually, his grandpa- um, uh, Hero's grandpa comes clean and retrieves from inside a safe, uh, inside of, from inside of a safe, a big book called the Book of Claws. And the TLDR of it is, it's basically, uh, it basically explains the lore of Santa in this movie yeah. and describes him as basically an immaculate conception like Jesus, so but evil. So like Jesus, he was born with the Virgin Mary and was like you know all good and all God gracing. Yeah. Satan was basically Satan was a Satan hell's like hell spawn coming out of from some lady uh, some other lady yeah basically evil Jesus negative yeah. Jesus negative Jesus so there's a knock uh, there's a knock get the door it's the girl from earlier hey it's the Bimatron she she brings them what she say it was Wolverine meat or something ah that's right she has a wacky dad that likes to shoot things yeah. and thus she brought them fresh. Wolverine me, which me even the grandpa when he cracks open the tinfoil and looks at it, even he's just uh he's been a wacky character, but he's not eating fuzzy Wolverine meat, so he uh sets that off to the side. Yeah, maybe he just threw it in the trash. Which just be honest. And then she gives a gift to our lead, and this is where I learned apparently their names are Nikki or Nick, and I think Mary is her name. So there we go. We had to wait twenty minutes into the movie to find that. Um. And she, what she shit. what she gives him is she gives him a gun. Well, it looks yeah, like yeah, yeah. She gives him a gun, and I'm like, holy shit! Yeah. But then it's like, no, no, check it out. It's a fucking transformer toy, and he's like, yeah, he's like stoked, not stoked. He's just like, okay, <laughs> sick. Thanks for the sick transformer. Looks like a fucking pistol. This is also where I wrote here. I'm oh. saying, if he walked in a bank with that, he's not just going to go, like, pull it out and people go, like, what the fuck? And go, oh, like, no, oh, it's, no, it's, dude, it's Transformers. It's an action dude, figure. Dude, no, dude, check it, dude. It's a sick Decepticon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is also where I wrote here. We are now about 25 minutes into this movie. Yes. Oh, my God, this shit is slow. So now we cut to a church holding a service. Yes, it's we Christmas. We see there are religious people that on Christmas worship our main man, G Jesus. <laughs> Santa's flying overhead. The man running the church service is taking donations. Yeah, like most donations. churches. Not for the church, though. No, no. He's we find like, out. Hey, he's like, hey, thank you for doing it. Hey, I'm seeing a lot of coins in there. Can you please, please, for for our, our main man. Please, for God's sake. For main, our main man, Jesus. He needs, he needs cash. He needs cold, hard cash. 
I'm just saying, coins, it's just not going to help. It's not going to help the needy, all right? It's, it's just not. Our main man, Jesus, he needs cold, hard cash. And we find out not even a minute later that uh, these church funds are going to be used for a strip club field trip My man. for our pastor. Yep, the pastor rolls up. Thank you. I will use this donation to feed the homeless and the hungry. And by the, the homeless hu- and the, the hungry, hungry bitches in the strip club. Was, hey, yeah. yo. I was going to say, by homeless and hungry, he means uh, the strippers living in low rent apartments. Hell yeah. And then Shannon. I, I don't know. But, well, I don't know how the town of Hellsville or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, Hell's Township. I'm just saying. All right. I'm just saying strippers make a lot of money. They do. That's true. I'm just saying. But in hell, wait, what was the town? Hell's Township. Yeah. Hell's Township doesn't look like uh, strippers are making Cash money. Hell's Township just looks like Kenosha, Wisconsin. Yeah. I have a couple friends that live in Kenosha, so, you know, I can make it. All right, sick. So, either way, the pastor then goes into the strip club. And then he's seeing there's just topless women on topless women. Yeah, there's a lot of boobs. Yeah, there's a lot of boobs. So, if you want a movie for a good, like, 10 minutes, if you want to give five minutes of boobs, this is the movie for you. Believe it or not, I think there's actually more boobs than f words in this movie. Come on, on in hindsight, yeah. So Santa shows up and starts terrorizing the strip club. He yeah, like this he is like the scene where in. he goes ho ho hoes. Yeah, he like kisses one stripper on the mouth. Yeah, and then he just goes on a tear and kills all the dudes. There was actually, a f- what's up? You go. There was a funny spot where he was going to rip off the stripper pole to use it as a weapon, but he grimaced when he was about to touch it. So he grabbed a spray bottle out of nowhere squeak, squeak, and just wiped it he, yeah, down and ripped it off. That yeah, was he funny. didn't want some stripper sweat booty cheek pole. All right. He wanted that shit clean before he used it as a weapon to impale a booty cheek pole. Yeah. To impale dudes. In the strip club. Also, fun fact. Huh. Unless you're about to bring up fun fact. No, I don't have one. You don't have a fun fact about the scene? Why? So the lady that was on like the swing that uh, our main man Santa like stuffed his face straight in her cooch. Oh, yeah. That is that is future Miss Goldberg. This is this movie. Goldberg met his fucking wife. He met his wife in a fake strip club where yes. he was playing a fake Santa. Yes. Fun fact. You know, you really you really can't make up real life sometimes. No, you can't. But either way, so he so, slaughters the men and then he takes a piece of coal. Yeah. The coal turns red as he is like, I guess, a, a symbol that these topless women are naughty. Naughty. Wink, he says wink. that. He says naughty and he threw it and set the place on fire. I'm like, what the fuck did the strippers do, bro? They're just working. Santa doesn't have a sense of justice. He just has a sense of slaughter. A sense of slaughter. I, I would say he's not discriminating. He'll kill men. He'll kill women. Back with our. He'll he- kill children. <laughs> Back with our heroes. They're watching TV. He'll kill you. Probably. Santa will fucking kill. Well, Goldberg Santa will fuck you up. Uh, back with so our heroes are watching TV. Grandpa leaves, the, leaving the heroes in the room alone. But then uh, our main man Nick gets mad at her for a reason that I honestly didn't understand why. And then she bounces in a huff, and it's like, oh, okay. He goes upstairs to read through the book. By the way, I forgot to mention it's not really important, but uh, they're Norse. 
Well, him and his grandpa are. They're Norwegian. They're Norwegian. Yeah. Because they were reading through the book in uh, in Norse. It's in a Nordic language, yes. Yeah. And so he goes upstairs, reads through the book his grandpa had. Yeah, he's going to read a book. Is this when we get like the good clay animation? uh, Yeah, this is cool. We see uh, some stop motion animation illustrating uh, what we are hearing him narrate. Yeah, the history of Santa. So Santa was like, you know, the evil devil spawn and shit. He's Damien. Basically. Damien is Santa. Damien brings you toys. Our demons spawn from hell. But either way, and yeah. So, so, so the so the clay so the claymation is basically saying, um, <clears throat> basically, an angel beats an angel posing as an old man beats Santa at curling, and he's been mad about it ever since. Yeah, they and, had a wager, and uh, and then Santa was a little cocky, and he was able to like have a sick his curling piece up next to the friggin' like fishing pond hole on the frozen lake. But then the old man just goes, yeah, I'm just going to throw my curling piece into yours and just knock you in the water, Lamau. Yeah. Time for you for a thousand years that you must be good and give children, good children, gifts. Gifts. No more killing or slaughtering. Ha, ha, ha. Take that, you devil spawn. Take that, Goldberg. I mean, yeah, that's what happened. Then the next day, Santa plows through a nativity scene with his bison. Yeah. And then we cut to this house. It really is that abrupt. We cut to this house. Yeah. Was this the one with just the random family and kids opening? Yeah. These two rowdy teens who they're like, oh, let's open up our fucking presents. Let's that's open what they our say. Fucking presents. I'm ready for these sick gifts. And then the, they, they take off the box, you know, unwrap the presents. And then the, ple- the presents blow up and it blows their heads off. And children have died in this film. Basically, I think it was... Santa doesn't discriminate, baby! I think it was just a scene for the trailer. So then we go to the church again. Again. (laughs) A lot of quick cuts here. And the preacher... Yeah, dude, our main man, the pastor. Sorry, the pastor. He's just sitting there, he's like, man, I get it. That strip club, that it was a house of sin. (laughs) But even then, even sinners deserve to be saved. So and he's just like sat names of all the strippers that yeah. he had a very strong relationship with that unfortunately passed away. But he's very it, passionate about this speech right here. But then that scene barely lasts for a minute, and then we cut to the back to the sandwich shop where Santa breaks in. Hey, it's the Jewish sandwich shop that our main our main character works at, and then uh, yeah, what happens? Santa breaks in and. Uh, kills the deli owner for pretty much no reason that was kind of a bummer santa I doesn't discriminate well, santa I, kills everything i get that i'm he just sees saying. you you dead if he feels like killing you you dead <laughs> then santa's walking what gives him reason to kill nothing then he Sa- is a double spawn why are you questioning this so then everyone santa- dies by santa's hands so then santa's walking down the street bumps into some i thought they were jewish but then Characters later said they were Amish, but whatever. He he bumps into these guys, scowls, and leaves. Yeah. Then we cut. He didn't decide to kill them. He yeah. killed the sandwich shop man. Yeah. Which unfortunately, I, that's sad. And yeah. then I'm like, I don't know. Does this when our main character comes in too? And he goes, he goes to a gas of, station to buy some gum, and the cashier is Zeus. Or yeah, that's right, D- every, that's right, everybody. That's right, everybody. That's right, everybody. Pro wrestling legend zeus nah i think he's more notable for uh, him being debo in the friday series actually yeah you're probably right come on let's be real uh he here and uh, you're going like zeus wow from let's... no holds barred come on, i remember him as debo <laughs> hide your shit we should watch no holds barred for the show i thought you had to say let's watch friday i'm like 
I'd be down. Well, yeah, man, that'd be a good one. We could watch No Holds Bar. Yeah, that's what I feel like I need to watch. Hulk Hogan holding someone up. I'm like, what's that smell? What's that smell? Dookie. Dookie. <laughs> he always looks at He looks at it. Dookie. Dookie. Oh, my head. Hey, maybe next movie. Maybe next movie. So, um, Continuing on. So, and then he hears on a police scanner behind the cashier, who is played by Zeus, a.k.a. Debo, yeah. that something is wrong at the sandwich shop. So we go. Well, he, like, first the kid, like, well, I thought was a little cute, little clever scene where he asked the cashier, hey, are you new here? It's a small town. I've never seen you before. Yeah, I just moved here. The hood was too violent. <laughs> I forgot about that line. Well, I didn't. Because I like Friday a lot. <laughs> so then we go to the back to the sandwich shop. Yeah, sandwich where Nick shop. finds the owner who's alive just long yeah, enough. Yeah, he was impaled by the what's the Hanukkah candle thing called? I don't know. Again? I just call it the Hanukkah candles. Whatever the Hanukkah candle thing, he was impaled by those and is just stuck on the wall with him, just like he's alive through the throat. He's alive just long enough to gurgle out to to our to our hero. He goes, "There is a Santa." And then, yeah, there is a Santa. And then the cops show up. They're like, hmm, you say a guy with a Santa costume was through mm, here? Are you sure about that, buddy? Well, oh, no. And, <laughs> There's a lot of Santa costumes. He's like, well, you better come downtown. With the, and then he, he mentions hey, the three dudes from earlier. He's like, well, the three Amish dudes over there saw him, too. And then uh, so you all better come downtown with us. And yeah, they bring all four of them down to the precinct. All right. Come on downtown. We need to discuss things. I didn't write it all down, but we're now at the station, and there's a funny wordplay guy, because, see, Nick is talking to the dude at the reception desk. His last name is Zucker, first name Dick, and on the wall, there's pictures of a Sergeant Bush and a Sergeant Sergeant Cock. So, yeah, you could probably imagine what it was. I thought it was funny. So, he goes to talk to the chief of police and tries to tell him, to paraphrase, Santa's real. I actually, I think this is partial a quote. Santa is real, but he's hey. not bearing gifts and treats anymore. Yeah, he kind of gives warning, but you think the police chief's going to go like, yeah, so a murderous Santa. A murderous Santa Claus. Yeah. Cool story, bro. The chief is basically like, ha, lol, okay there, budster. And Nick's trying to tell him that, you know, he's right by showing him the digital clock from earlier and how hopefully by seven it's all over because that's when it's midnight in the North Pole or whatever. And then the guy goes, hot, lameo, your nuts plus ratio. Get out of here. And Nick's like, fine. You've been warned, though. And as he leaves, we see the two cops from earlier talking about how, huh, you know, the pattern of these killings look kind of looks like a Christmas tree or something. But then we cut Back to the sergeant who gets a knock on his door. Uh, and he's like, who's that? Who's that? Hey, it's our main man, Goldberg Santa. Who tases our sergeant in the balls. Yep. And then he steps out of the office and we see all the other officers have been slaughtered. Yep. The precinct is blooded and deaded. So now we go to the back where Nick is getting a ride from Mary. And he's like, we got to go find my grandpa. But then they get stopped. But then as they're talking, they get stopped by another cop, except it wasn't another cop. It's our main man, St. Nick. Yeah, dude, our main man, St. Nick, Chris Kringle, he's coming up and go like, holy shit, it's Santa. So they book it. 
and they he put, chases them down like he's the T one thousand. I thought it was kind of fun. A, a very jolly T one thousand. I thought it was kind of funny how Mary was having to like very aggressively give Simple Man instructions on how to load the shotgun because he's like because she's like there's a gun here use it and he's but he has no idea how it works. She's trying to like it's like load it you know break it open. She's like put the thing in the thing. He's like what and he's like put the bullet in the hole and then he finally gets a shot off. I thought that was actually kind of funny. Sorry, he just hasn't shot a gun before. But Goldberg, in typical fashion, no-sells the bullet, and the kids get home. They get to... By the way, this all sounds like this movie's going fast because we're literally in the last act now, but this movie felt like it dragged, and it's only like 65 minutes or something. Ah, I thought it was chill. They get to... uh, They get back to uh, Nick's grandpa, and they tell him what happened. He's like, okay, follow me. He takes him down to the cellar. For takes the, the cellar. I oh, it takes him to the bunker. That's right, like, bunker. To the safe house. I, I think we forgot to mention earlier, but yeah, he has a bunker down there. Yeah, it's like a bunker. He has a little safe house. Yeah. But he literally sit there and is like, yeah, this is a safe house from Santa, not a fortress. He could still break in. And they're just sitting there. I think some carolers come up. Yeah, the carols come up, and Mary tries to run out to save him and be like, hey, she basically runs up to tell him, hey, get out of here. Hey, yeah, Santa's here. And unfortunately, Santa's already there. And he kills all the carolers and, and then, then he starts spears, rampaging through the house. And then he spears through the door. Yeah, because it's Goldberg. Um, and then after that, they get, and then so after that, they make their escape. They get uh, to the garage and to, to some six snowmobiles some six snowmobiles but, uh, when they crack open the garage door uh oh spaghettios sam is there he's walking down and then grandpa talks to santa for like they know each other yeah which i was like oh, Ooh, hmm. okay because see they have a stare down and they because see in the storybook uh if you remember angel takes the form of a young man and all that so at this point in the movie oh, man. Uh, at this point in the movie, I'm thinking to myself, oh, okay, maybe this guy's the angel because he's talking like he knows him, like both of them. Yeah, they seem like they've uh, met each other before. Santa gives his villain rant on how much he hates kids and he's been waiting for the day he gets to kill all of them. Yeah. And and, uh, and then uh, our main man, the grandpa, he gets run over by the bison. Which gives us the line from the trailer, grandpa got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> which then, the, like, obviously, this, like the our main character goes, no! And then they mob away. They mob away. And they're, as they're mobbing away, Santa goes chase on his floating rocket-propelled bison-pulled sleigh. Throwing fucking like, like gift-wrapped explosives at them like it's fucking Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, no, just gives chase. They go through a shooting range at one point. Then I don't. Then they go through the middle of the town where there's a bunch of people dressed up as Santa caroling. But then Santa comes in, terrorizes. He jacks the fucking pastor at one point. <laughs> yeah, this movie really fucks with the pastor. Yeah, and Santa fucks with the pastor. But either way, he is now stolen the pastor. I wonder if that plays into any part later in the movie. But either way, I wonder. Is it now? Do our like main characters? end up at the high school at this point i'm yeah, going off no, memory no literally yeah no now they're at the high school there's a funny scene where they're trying to get in but nick can't break the window so mary does it for him it's yeah like, yeah okay. she's like find something to break the window he's going around trying to find something but then mary goes like oh wait i have a helmet on me and breaks the window and then she's trying to slide in it's like yo can you help me push in and he's like i don't want to touch your boobies Am I the only one that has to, like, you know, do the first move in everything in this relationship? Grab my titties and push me in. Yeah, and I'm like, homie, forget your relationship. This is a survival situation. Yes. Santa is about to fucking murder her ass. So they're, they're just trying to. Now they're in the dark. 
high school. And now they're trying to base hell high. Oh my god, yeah. I don't even think it's called that. The, but yeah, hell yeah, high. Team like their mascot is the Diablos. Of course it is. Oh no. Unnecessary details. Either way, they're in the goddamn fucking high school. Yeah, and they're they're having a debate right now because Nick's trying because Nick's like we can either go on the offensive because he doesn't believe Santa's unstoppable, or they can go on the defensive, try to distract uh Santa until midnight when supposedly Christmas will be over. Um <clears throat> excuse me. And he'll be vulnerable or can be sealed away. I don't know. Nick didn't really have an idea past that. Yeah. So then Saint- But right now Saint Nick's a little too strong. Santa is able to find them because they keep squabbling at each other in the hallway like a couple of dumbasses. Yeah, no, and then Santa whips out a fucking candy cane lightsaber. And he, he and shoots a fireball at them as they're running away. Yeah, I'm like, okay, that's new. He, yeah, he literally, because he pulled the coal out last time. This time he's just, he's literally spitting hot fire. There was a, <laughs> there was a funny Women's line. That, on. I spit hot fire. There was a funny line, though, where he goes, who's your daddy? Father Christmas. It's like, okay. Okay. He chases them, shoots again, fucking fireballs at them like he's goddamn Bowser. Yep. He chases them into the library where nothing happens outside of he smokes them out with a smoke bomb and yep. hits Nick right in the head with a book. That and was then great. Nick goes like, ow, that really hurt. Yeah. So Nick was not the best actor. I actually thought the that the Mary was a pretty good actor. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, now the heroes find themselves in the school ice skating rink. Yeah, what fucking school has a fucking ice rink? Not ours. <laughs> so they're pretty worn out. Nick is also super sad he lost his grandpa in this scene, you guys. But that doesn't. He's a little bum. He got hit. He got a book thrown straight at his face, and his grandpa died. You know what? He might. He's not having the best day. But that moment doesn't last long because Anna, Anna, Santa, busts you know, in. Anna, on, yeah, Santa. Yeah, so Anna comes in from Frozen. Oh my on god. On a friggin' uh right, Zamboni. Over, yeah. <laughs> about to try to like friggin' run them down. Friggin' our main man's flashing a flashlight in Santa's face. Santa then goes like, I'm not fucking Dracula, I'm Santa. Yeah, yeah. He's no, I think he no, no, I think our did he say that or I thought for some reason he said, I'm Santa Claus, not a va- not a vampire, bitch. I don't know, it was something like that. But anyway, I think yes. it's Dracula. It's like, I'm Santa Claus, not Dracula, bitch. So then he's about to... One of the few enjoyable one-liners where I'm like, okay, that's kind of funny. Yeah, it's not bad. So he's about to smash them with the Zamboni. But, but then... The, the curling cue is fucking thrown under the Zamboni, holding him up. A magical golden curling cue. And Santa's what like... What the fuck they're called? And Santa's like, what? And then it turns out, yeah, the grandfather's back, you guys. He was an angel the whole time, Holy you guys. Shit. Damn, Ed. You called it. I know. I'm so I'm so big brain. Damn. Santa Claus then reveals to them he was able to find where they are because he got a Christmas letter from a young Nick who asked for an easy bake oven, which is a callback to when he's trying to tell uh, Mary or whatever. He's like, yeah, I was one of Decepticons as a kid, but all I ever got was like easy bake ovens. But he reads out Nick's letter to Santa where he's like. Uh, where he's like, uh, yeah, Santa, can I have an easy bake oven for Christmas? And it's like, that was kind of, that was actually kind of funny. So then, oh, sorry. Oh, you so got then, Sorry. Sorry. Indigestion. So then the epic showdown. They have now decided. Quotations, yeah. They, they have decided to do another curling, a game of curling to settle the score. But this time, if, well, I can't remember. Oh yeah. Right. Our main man, the grandpa, he's like. If I win, you must be good 
and give children gifts on Christmas for the rest of eternity and life forever. And then Grant, so then they do their competition. Oh, yeah. And then Santa goes like, yeah, well, if I win, I'm throwing you straight to H-E-L-L. Yeah, it's kind of. H-E double hockey sticks. All right, Budster. Yeah, it's kind of funny because, you see, he opens up a hole in the ice, which is where, you know, it's like, okay, you know, if your curling iron goes in there, you lose. But And so when he says that to him, he points to the hole and he goes, if I win, you're going right in that hell pit. I'm like, oh, that's funny. So then they, so then Grandpa goes first. He throws his, makes it pretty close to the edge. Yeah. But then Santa swerves everybody. Yeah, and, and he grabs just, Grandpa. Grabs Grandpa, chucks him into the hell hole. And then he rants again about how, you know, Oh yeah, so uh, so so Nick's trying to be like, your time's up. Uh, Christmas is over. Hey, he- Christmas is over at the North Pole, and then he's like, that don't matter anyway. I'm still here. I'm gonna kill you. Ah, yeah. And then he's about, and then he, as he shoots a fireball at Nick, Nick pulls out a nutcracker because I that for- shoots BBs, which we totally forgot about. We this forgot to mention. So early, so earlier in the movie. Uh, Nick comes across a, an invention from his grandpa. It's a nutcracker that yeah. shoots shit, basically. Well, this nutcracker shoots at a projectile that shoots through the fireball, nails Santa in the chest, and Nick says, chest nuts roasting. And Santa's dead, it seems. We think. So grandpa, so then... But, and then they hear, oh shit, grandpa's like hanging yeah. on the edge of this like portal pit to hell. They save Grandpa, uh, but Santa's alive. But he doesn't try to kill them. He just leaves, and he literally goes, and to all a good night. And he just bounces. I'm like, <laughs> he's just like, and to all a good night. I'm out of here. And then they go. <laughs> I guess realize, Santa knows when to cut his losses. Yeah, because he's like, oh, I'm not invincible now, so maybe I should get the fuck out of here. They save Grandpa, but I guess he's here on Goku time because then he just pieces out. Yeah. Yeah, they try to like, all right, Santa is vulnerable. We can actually go kill his ass. Let's go. And like Grandpa Angel Man is like, all right, for sure. As they step out the friggin' uh, ice rink. Oh, wait, he can't leave. Oh, well, back to heaven I go. Bye-bye. So that shooting range that they ran through earlier, they meet up with, they go there. They meet up with the people. I think, what was it? Mary had a brother who's there. Yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. We haven't seen this whole movie, but he's there, and so's their dad, but we don't see him till a few Well, either later. way, then they tell him, like, hey, you want to shoot down big game? I have a flying bison that you could shoot down, and it's not the one from Avatar. This is Santa's flying bison. Yeah, it's not Appa. Yeah, so they went, and so basically, yeah, no. Uh, our main man, was it Nick? Yeah, Nick. Yeah, I always keep forgetting his name. Nick does the fucking bison summoning whistle. And he's not something Oppa. Because I keep, when I said flying bison, now I'm just thinking of fucking Avatar. Santa, yip, yip. Yeah, yip, yip. So either way, he goes, yip, yip. He summons the flying bison, and the bison gets shot down by a fucking rocket propelled grenade that uh, Mary's father owns. And we go, oh shit, that's Mary's father. And now this bison is blown to a million pieces. Well, not really, because later we see the bison strapped to the front of a Ford F-150. Yeah, that's a little bit of a, uh, cannot, uh, what was it, um, cotton, continuity uh, error. Mm. So then, after that, now they're randomly back at the school. Yeah, which where we see a Santa impaled on the flagpole, but we find out, oh, wait, it's not our main man, Chris Kringle. It's the pastor. Yeah, no one really cares. That care. was sad that he missed, his, that his strippers died. But at least yeah. now, he's off to a place 
where he can go see his stripper booty again. Yeah. And now he's uh, one in peace with his strippers. And then the heroes kiss. And then that's basically it. Well, we, except then we see we're at an airport and we see Goldberg in his normal street clothes where he looks like he where honestly he just looks like a racist biker. Yeah. And he's at the airport flying to the North Pole. And it's literally just a thing of like she the flight ladies trying to make small talk. He's stiff. He she's like, do you have any carry ons? He's like, yeah one and it's just his red sack and it's like and then he just sits down movie ends punk rock versions of christmas songs play and then i think they show some bloopers or yeah, something but who gives a fuck yeah I don't know and that's the movie everyone that's all the movie right. everybody what'd you think of santa's story it was all right i mean that's really it like i watched I, it i ain't kind of actually enjoyed this movie but we've watched some terrible movies all right there's Out a of the tier of terrible movies this is higher it's higher than uh surf nazis must die Oh yeah, this was a better movie than that. Yeah. This was this was maybe a better movie than Barbed Wire, but Barbed Wire oh, yeah, was like yeah. funnier. Oh yeah. Well, Barbed Wire had some memeable moments, not yeah. because we watched Aquaman was a thing around that time. Yeah, not just because of Aquaman's dad. Yeah. Yo, is Aquaman's dad in the new Aquaman? I think so. Pretty sure I haven't seen it yet, but I think so. But yeah, I know it was okay. It's definitely a movie where I'm like, you know what? I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. But you know what? I don't think it sucked. I think it was just kind of like not the worst. It's good junk food. Good, it's it's good cinematic junk food. I've seen worse. I've seen worse. Yes, honestly, I think this movie. It's might not see- as good as Iron Claw. Now, is it better than what's the fucking one summer camp movie that you maybe watch? Oh, Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. Well, see, I actually like that movie, but that movie like is technically terrible. Yeah, but well, I still movie, like it. This yeah. movie is just fine. Yeah, yeah, that movie's kind of on the same par as Sleepaway Camp. Maybe. I'm well, sure Sleepaway Camp like I'm has sure that fucking some... like has that like very unnerving reveal in the end. Yeah, obviously there's none of that here there, but it's I did... not the worst movie. Oh no! Oh, and the other you know what I'll say though, uh, Goldberg as the evil Santa. I'm not gonna lie, his costume and stuff it looked pretty sick. Yeah, like his drip, uh, the evil bison, the rocket powered sleigh, and his like cap. I was like, you know what? They actually put in some effort on that. I thought that was cool. Yeah, but yeah, I almost okay. feel like this movie like, had a budget. A little bit. Yeah. They had I mean, James Caan and Fran Drescher. I'll say they had enough money to kill James Caan in the first two minutes. So. Yes. I don't know how much money that is. But. Well, actually, they must not have paid him a lot because apparently he's not even listed in the credits. I saw, It's on, on Wikipedia, but it's not listed in the credits of the movie. So mm. I don't know. What are we watching next? That is a great fucking question. Obviously, Christmas is over. Yeah. We're kind of open. I don't know. You brought up No Holds Barred. I mean, is it time? Oh, what else? What, else? what, do you want to go on a seasonal journey? I'll find something. I mean, Mom really wants us to watch The Golden Bachelor What for some what, reason. What fucking... Is there multiple seasons? There's only one Golden Bachelor. There's only one so far. They haven't done... The the, the, the wedding is uh, airs live next week. And I told Mom, why, though? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no. There's other trashier shows we could watch. Yeah, I'd rather watch something trashy, not something like that's... Like Milf Manor? Couldn't believe that existed. Well, see, there's also. I remember when we watched Temptation Island. Oh yeah, yeah, run by fucking uh, Mark Wahlberg, not that one with his evil, with his evil, satanically blue eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if that one could sustain a sustain a podcast though. Uh, you mean like a whole season? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if we could get great content out of that. Are you sure about that, bud? Because like, here's the thing: Supergroup was too easy. Like Rock of Love is too easy to milk content from. I feel like at the I end, I don't know. Of the- we could. I could make you watch Tool Academy. 
No, I would really, I would really rather put off Tool Academy for as long as I can. Well, I have a feeling we might land on No Holds Barred next week, but unless we think of something else. Yeah. I think, listeners, this is the Triple D Radio Show with their host, James Edward. Hope you all have a good one. Adios.